Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading. Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus. You can find out more on our website, greyfriars.org.uk. Enjoy. Good morning, everyone. Morning. My name's Natalie. If I haven't met you before, it's um, lovely to have you worshipping with us this morning. So I've got a few slides that I'm going to use during my sermon, so I hope you'll find them helpful. Um, Let's see if we can start with the first one. Now, does anybody know why we use this sign? Um, Maddie's going to come around with a roving mic, so if anyone's got an answer for me, what's the purpose of this sign? Oh, you've got one over the side there, yep. So you don't fall into the gap. Absolutely, that's perfect. Thank you so much. This sign reminds us to stay safe. Thank you, Maddie, that's brilliant. It reminds us to watch out when there's a space between the edge of the platform and the train. And this is exactly what our reading today is about. It too reminds us to mind out for some gaps. Now, for young children who are with us this morning, hopefully you've been given a bag like this. If you haven't, um, we've the glamorous Heather Harper's waving at the back of the church. Now, if there are any families joining us online, um, then you might need later on a flannel or a towel, and if you fancy making one, a crown. Okay, I'll come back to that in a minute. Keep them handy. We're going to need those later. So why am I talking about minding the gap? We're in that season that David rightly reminded us is called Advent. And minding the gap helps us to pay attention. Um, And, you know, we've got Advent calendars, haven't we? Who's got an Advent calendar at home? Anybody? Hands up. Actually, I should put my hand down because I haven't got one yet. (laughs) Fabulous. Thank you. They are a reminder that Christmas is on its way. And I guess some of you, when we tick over to the 1st of December, will be opening that first door, wondering what's hidden behind there. But, but we're not quite there yet because Advent also reminds us about this time that Jesus is coming again, not just for Christmas Day, where we remember that he came 2,000 years ago, but he's coming again at some point in the future. And in the words when we celebrate Holy Communion, we're reminded about these gaps in the way God works with his community. God's always present, but there are particular moments where there are high points in our connection with God. And in the words of Holy Communion, which is on the next slide, we say these sentences together. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. We're kind of in a now but not yet because we know that Christ has died, we know that he's risen, but that we know that he's not yet come again. So why don't you say these words with me as a reminder of the now and not yet of God in our lives. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. You see, these words help us to unpick that sentence in verse 7. The person of Jesus Christ 
was made in human likeness. And when Jesus comes again, the end of our reading, verse 11, reminds us that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So we've got some interesting juggles to mind with time, haven't we? To pay attention of how God's working at various different points in the world. He's always working, but we look out for particular things. And that's what our reading is reminding us of. But what's the other gap from our reading that we have to mind? Right at the beginning of our passage, if we could have the next slide, please. We're reminded that in our relationships with one another, we should have the same mindset as Jesus Christ. And it's expressed in various different ways in different translations of the Bible. So I thought I'd bring up some of them to help us unpick this verse a bit more. In the NRSV, it says, let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Let the same mind, literally the same mind, be in your mind that was in Christ Jesus. Think of yourselves in the way that Jesus thought of himself, it tells us in the message. So I wonder what was going on in Jesus' mind. What reminders are we getting in our reading of what's going on in Jesus' mind? How can we bridge the gap between the way my mind is, Natalie's mind today, and being of the same mind of Christ? How do I do that? What does that look like? Well, our reading gives us two particular characteristics that Jesus chose to adopt. He chose to be obedient. So if we can have our next slide. What was in Jesus' mind when he was in heaven with the Father and the Holy Spirit in verse 6? Maybe you could put on your crowns to represent being like-minded with Jesus when he was in heaven. But he didn't seek to cling on to his place in heaven, did he? He didn't grasp after it as we might today in the world, grasp after power and control. Instead, he chose to be obedient and he chose to come to humanity as a human so that the whole of humanity could be transformed and changed. And what was the way he shows us? What was his way of changing humanity for the better? His mode of changing humanity for the better was humility, if we could have our next slide. The way of humility. Jesus' mind and heart was not passive. He chose the path of being humble. He made himself into a servant. Now that's why you've got your little mini towels and I wonder if the smaller people amongst us, actually, could I have a couple of volunteers who could bring their towel up with them? Okay, fantastic. If we have a few, that doesn't matter. Now, um, would you mind, you two, um, just sitting on this step for me? Fabulous, thank you. Now, one of the things that Jesus did with his disciples was he washed their feet, didn't he? And he wiped them dry with a towel like this. Jesus chose to take the place of a servant. Thank you so much. Shall we give them a round of applause for joining in? 
Brilliant. So your towel is a reminder of Christ being humble, of Christ choosing the path of servanthood. Now, the ultimate path of service that he chose for us, we're reminded of in verse 8, that he was prepared to go to the, the death on a cross. So that in God's good time, not just yet, because he hasn't come again for a second time, but all could accept his love and join him in heaven. And actually, ultimately, we're all going to celebrate God in heaven. We're all going to be in heaven, worshipping with the angels in heaven, aren't we? So we all get the opportunity to put our crowns on and celebrate with Jesus in heaven. So when we mind the gap carefully between our minds and the mind of Christ, we can be transformed in those ways of humility. We can be transformed in those ways of obedience that Jesus chose. So I'm going to ask um, a couple of questions to come up on the screen. In what ways can we be humble and obedient so that day by day we can become a little more like Christ in mind and in character? In what ways can we be humble and obedient? I'm going to pause for a minute and give you a chance to choose to ponder that on your own if you're more of a quiet type. But if you're not, I'm going to ask you to turn to your neighbor and have a chat with them about what ways you might be more humble or more obedient. Go. Fabulous. Thank you so much for taking up those, those questions. I'm going to pray for us now and um, ask the Holy Spirit to help us as we adopt that mind and character of Christ in our lives, as we mind the gap. Lord Jesus, would your Holy Spirit come in our lives, help us to follow in your footsteps, to follow in your footsteps of obedience and in your servant-hearted nature. Would you come and transform us? Come and make us of one mind with you so that when you come again, we might be there singing with the angels in heaven, worshipping you. So, Lord Jesus, bring us your grace and your hope, your peace and your love. Amen.